During this month of May, we find ourselves at a time of new beginnings, of some things ending, but new things starting. And we see that clearly uh, here this morning at Pius, as well as out in nature. We see the springtime. We see the new life arising from that which appeared to once be dead, coming back to life. And I'm sure seniors, um, as your teachers can attest, some of you in class probably look like you're about dead during class. And hopefully, finishing up this class, you can come back to life, uh, entering into your next step. And that's why we turn uh, to Joseph and Mary for this time of May, this time where we desire new life. It's a time in which we need to turn to the Lord and to ask him to intercede, uh, to hear those prayers of Joseph and Mary, these two saints which really brought in that new life, that new creation, Mary by bearing our Lord Jesus Christ, raising him, and St. Joseph being that foster father who protected our Lord, and in protecting our Lord, assisted in raising and bringing about uh, the coming of Christ who came with this new creation to save what was dead, which is the world which was waiting to be saved, to be healed, to be restored. And that is why we turn to St. Joseph, uh, May 1st, St. Joseph the Worker, which was yesterday, even though it landed on a Sunday. It is the time uh, when we recall the work of Joseph in the world, as well as here today commemorating our Blessed Mother. So these two beautiful statues of our Blessed Mother and uh, over, however, over here, we have actually as well an image, a statue, and a picture of our Blessed Mother as well. And so it's beautiful that we have these representations of Mary here before us, realizing that she is the mother, not just a few people, but she is the mother of all nations, that she is the mother of all who approach her. One thing that I've been pondering and some people have asked me in regard to the consecration that we had to the Blessed Mother, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, just about a month ago, was, does it really work? Did it work? Why does chaos and war continue to still happen? And some things even more atrocious happening in Ukraine since then, and even in the world as well. It makes us really take a step back to ask ourselves, what does it mean to consecrate or to pray to ask God to save us, to heal us, to heal the world? And I, when explaining it to people, I liken it to someone who is ill. For example, we could take someone who has a cancer. You know, one day they are functioning normally. They are living life just as usual, but they begin to notice maybe something a little off. And so they go to the doctor, and lo and behold, they realize that their body is full of tumors. It's full of cancer. They had no idea just how ill they really were. And this begins the process of healing. And the process of healing takes time, and it takes lots of pain as well. To heal doesn't happen instantly especially when we take something like a cancer in the body. So what seemed normal, and then we realize how ill this person is, they have to enter into a phase 
of being purified in the body, going through chemotherapy, going through radiation, all these things which the body can barely make it through because of how harsh it is on the body. But yet, making it through that stage, absorbing all that medication, which in some ways makes them even feel more ill than they were before. But just as they are at their point of weakness and entering into even greater weakness because of the chemotherapy and the radiation, they find that they are cancer-free when they go in. But yet it was this long process of experiencing great pain that had to root out and flush out that evil from their body, that sickness. And after that time where it's flushed out of their system, they then go on this road to building back up strength and recovery. And over the course of maybe years, maybe a few months, it takes time, that they come to new health and that their body is in better shape than it was before, even when they had the hidden illness of the cancer within them. And it's the same way with the world and the church, is that I think over the last few years, we have realized that the world, what we thought was normal and going just fine, entered into a state of anxiety, of fear, recognizing lots of evil and hatred coming up within the world and the woundedness that each one of us and the world and even within the church, of course, as well as experiencing the members of the church, the clergy, the laity, the world, nations. This sense of normalcy was undermined and exposed for what was really happening, which was this cancer within the world formed by whatever reason, through communism, through hatred, through war, through sufferings, um, through genocides, all these things, realizing and exposing to the world just how ill we are within the church and within the world. And so what we need is to begin that process of medication, of healing, and in some ways, that is like the body needing that chemotherapy. That the church in the world needs to undergo this process of purification where it feels like we are experiencing even greater pains. We are experiencing the healing hand of God which requires surgery within our heart, within our mind. And so this sense of purification and even in some ways chastisements that we experience through the hand of God and through the world is part of the healing process, even though it appears to be something terrible, something we don't want, which of course we wouldn't want it, but yet it's something that we need to flush out the body of the world and the church. And so we pray that this consecration to our Blessed Mother is the beginning of that exposing of the evil in the world and exposing that evil, knowing where we need the healing touch of our Lord, the Divine Physician. And over time, uh, we pray that we continue to convert our lives, to turn to Jesus, to turn to Mary, to turn to Jesus through the hands of Mary, most importantly. And then we make our way back 
individually and as a church and as the world on a road to recovery. And reaching that road of recovery, which our Blessed Mother promises, which Jesus has promised through many apparitions, Our Lady of Fatima promised it. Many prophets have promised it. That we reach this era of peace. That we reach this era where we begin to live in God's divine will in a new and radical way in our own life, in our family, and in the world. But yet that process, which begins, is a long road. And so I encourage each one of you to remain steadfast in your dedication to the Blessed Mother who can lead you in your own way through those processes of exposing evil in your own life, your own fallenness, helping her to assist and then having her assist you to find the healing you need. And in finding that healing you need, coming out a new creation, coming out holy saints of God.